Today's New Testament reading is from Acts, the tenth chapter. At Caesarea there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion of what was known as the Italian cohort, a devout man who feared God with all his household, gave alms generously to the people, and prayed continually to God. About the ninth hour of the day he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God come in and say to him, Cornelius. And he stared at him in terror and said, What is it, Lord? And he said to him, Your prayers and your alms have ascended as a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and bring one Simon who is called Peter. He is lodging with one Simon a tanner whose house is by the sea. When the angel who had spoke to him departed, he called two of his servants and a devout soldier from among those who attended him, and having related everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. The next day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray. And he became hungry and wanted something to eat, but while they were preparing it, he fell into a trance and saw the heavens opened and something like a great sheet descending, being let down by its four corners upon the earth. In it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice came to him a second time, What God has made clean... Do not call common. This happened three times, and the thing was taken up at once to heaven. Now while Peter was inwardly perplexed as to what the vision that he had seen might mean, behold, the men who were sent by Cornelius, having made inquiry for Simon's house, stood at the gate. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome Pastor Peter Glock. My dear friends in Christ, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Cornelius was a good man. He was the type of person that probably most of us know, or at least would like to know. An upright citizen, respected by all who knew him, he was a centurion, a Roman army officer who was in charge of 100 men of the Italian cohort stationed in Caesarea along the Mediterranean seacoast. He was described by St. Luke as being a devout man and God-fearing. These terms indicate a man who was interested in Judaism one who was a great admirer of that religion, but was not yet a full convert. He even prayed regularly at the Jewish hours of prayer and gave alms to the poor. How could anyone not like Cornelius and respect him? He was every mother's dream for a son-in-law. But there was something missing in his life. Cornelius needed a savior, and he didn't even know it. Even though he had a very good reputation, and despite the fact that many people held him in high esteem, he was a sinner in need of salvation, 
and he did not know Jesus, the Savior of the world. He was one of those of whom St. Paul wrote in his letter to the Romans, the fifth chapter. One will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps even for a good person one would dare even to die. Cornelius was one of those good people. One day, as Cornelius was praying, God sent an angel to appear to him. The angel told Cornelius to send for Peter, who at that time was staying in Joppa. Cornelius did exactly as God had told him to do. Cornelius had no idea that he needed more than what he already had. To be well respected not only by his peers but by the people he served, who at times could be extremely troublesome, Cornelius thought that he had it all, but he did not. Sometimes we get to be too much like Cornelius. We work so hard at being good. We are pious and faithful, well-liked by our peers, co-workers, and family. And sometimes the devil exploits our faith and our piety and causes us to depend on them and take pride in them, appealing to them as our justification before God. But we, too, need more. We need Jesus, and we need him constantly and the forgiveness that he offers. We dare never think that we can coast through our spiritual lives. We cannot say to ourselves when life gets so busy, I don't need to attend church every Sunday. Missing once wouldn't hurt. Thanks be to God, we have Jesus. While we were yet sinners, Paul says, Christ died for us, taking upon himself the punishment for our sins and the condemnation which should have been ours. Then he rose in glory from the dead and claimed us as his own through the waters of holy baptism, just as he did with Cornelius. He comes to us in his word and sacraments. Every time we are tempted to take pride in our standing before God as forgiven sinners, we can remember it is not our faith, it is God's faith, created and sustained in us by the Holy Spirit, through whom we have everything we need, everything we could ever want. In our Lord Jesus Christ, we have the forgiveness of sins and peace with God, which we all need. We truly do have it all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We thank Pastor Peter Glock from Zion Lutheran Church in Winona, Illinois, for today's meditation on God's Word.